0: Well, hello again. It's time with T and I am T with a little T in my cup. I want to go ahead and welcome you guys and put the numbers out there so you can text in and call in with your ideas. Uh, We have a new number. It's 919-768-2486. That's 919-768-2486. You can still call in on the hotline for any domestic violence reports or suspicions. That's 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. You can also text them at 433-733. That's 433-733. Today's topic is going to be very interesting. I look forward to you guys um, in for a while. It's going to be talking about the narcissist, as usual. But today, I'm going to break it down for the people that seem to have a lot of questions. And don't get me wrong, even after I explain it, you still may have questions. But the thing is that I'm going to make it as simple as possible for you to understand just what you were dealing with when you dealt with that narcissist. We'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. Basically today, again, we're talking about the narcissist and breaking it down. So I don't want to alarm you guys, but the narcissist is more prevalent than you realize. Because there's more than one type of narcissist, If you get one idea fixed state in your mind, you will think that, oh, well, this is a narcissist. They look like this. And then you won't realize you have one right up under your nose. There's a covert narcissist, which is the one that can play victim and have you constantly doing things for them and feeling sorry for them. All the while, they're hating on you, trying to compete with you secretly and destroy you by any means necessary when you're not around they're talking about you putting you down and even doing it in a way that it doesn't sound like they're putting you down they start with she's a nice person but or he's a good friend however and it's good to be on either side to understand when you're being victimized or when you're witnessing a narcissist try to perpetuate someone else as being actually a narcissist now i hope you guys realize that you know i again make this disclosure statement am not a clinician and i'm not trying to coach you up to be a clinician yourself but just be aware of signs and the actions of a narcissist or any other toxic person, for that matter, in your life. Because uh, a narcissist could be your friend, quote-unquote. <laughs> the person that you call friend. Uh, a family member. They can be uh, a romantic partner. They can be an employer, a co-worker. So just be aware that this is not just about romantic partners. I always make that clear as well. So moving forward. The narcissist has many masks. And even within the different types of narcissists, they can switch up on you. Because it's all about bait and switch and getting you to relax and believe that you've struck gold with a friend, with an employer, with a romantic partner. But in reality, the only friend they have is their self. And really... At the end of the day they're not even friendly to themselves they have very self-destructive behavior but they are self-centered so don't get it confused when when they say they're lovers of self well everything they do is for their own needs and because they wear so many masks and they hide their true identity they've learned to hate themselves who their true self is and adapt a way that seems pleasing to the people that they're dealing with at the time and because they have to pretend as they said as uh, Monique said in uh, Precious uh, make (laughs) pretend that they care about you it irritates them so they don't congratulate you in all honesty with your achievements because they can't they may say look at you oh wow I knew you could do it whole time they're thinking to themselves I could have done it better. She's an idiot. I helped her with that. She doesn't deserve that. Idiots promoted her. I deserved it. This is the type internal dialogue that they have. So moving forward there is the overt. We talked about the covert. They're undercover. The overt is overtly outwardly boastful braggadocious seemingly overconfident again this is compensating for the lack of confidence the lack of self-love and the lack of assurance that they have skills and are capable so what they do on um, in fact both all types of narcissists do is they have a keen eye for people who do actually have great qualities and they make themselves a part of their lives through what we call love bombing. They come in your life and they give you everything that you've always desired and loved in a person. Loyalty. Attentiveness. And they're not actually doing this for you it's again a lure a bait and switch and this whole ruse will come to a head and play out destructively because in the end what they have is called a discard and let's be clear a narcissist is not nice enough to let you off the hook and have an actual end but they will discard you only to come back and hoover over you and try to reconnect and start the whole process over again of love bombing you. Hey, I'm back, did you miss me? In actuality, these are the type of people, they're like a cockroach that won't die. So what you wanna do is be aware. Like I said, they come in like a calm, you know, spring day, and they go out like a roaring lion. Only to come back with flowers and candy, metaphorically, just to say, hey, peace treaty. They never usually never say, I'm sorry. They just come back with gestures that may allude to it because everything is an illusion. They don't actually care about you at all. Don't feel bad about it. It's just them. It's not you. So you move on and you care about yourself and then eventually if you do things right there'll be a person in your life who actually cares about you other than your family and friends we're talking about romantically there are people out there that are watching you right now saying wow that's the type of man i need that's the type of woman i need moving forward now the narcissist again comes in many styles the covert Undercover, the overt, outrageously boastful. Then there's the cerebral narcissist. And don't get me wrong, sometimes they're crossover and they're a combination of all these things. So this is why they're so difficult to really identify. And when I'm helping people, they say, well, my narcissist doesn't do this. Well, first of all, don't call them your narcissist unless you want to claim uh, a toxic person for the rest of your life. The narcissist is not your narcissist. And, okay, so maybe the narcissist in your life does not does not do these things, but they do something differently because they're not going to be identical twins or fraternal twins or any type of twins, but they are like cousins because they all kind of do the same thing under a family tree. So don't, you know reject reproof that hey there's a narcissist in your life and what is your part in this you're enabling them when you you dismiss things by saying well they don't do that or they don't do this my narcissist doesn't do this okay so you're doing exactly what they want you to do and that's take on their downfall their fallacies take on their insecurities take on their um their mask and project them as either victim or king or queen whichever one they're trying to be at the moment so again don't be that person that enables a narcissist in their fantasy of a life because if these people ever had a true mirror to put in front of them to reflect back to them who they are and we'll get to that in a minute but they would actually self destruct it would create a narcissistic injury because the whole life is dependent on an illusion of who they are. And they promote it through convincing people that that's who they are, one by one. You know, unless you're Trump, then you can convince a mass of people to believe that you're something that you're not. And he's unique in many ways. His position, his money, his power. So he was able to do it in a mass, but for the most part they're um they're not all rich, they're not all famous, they're not all powerful, so they'll do it in smaller groups, like individuals or families, or you know culturally, you know if they're a supervisor, they can get their a team of people or even because they're in control of a company. They get a mass more of people not quite like the, the level that trump had but again back to the narcissist being clever and not smart just clever like a fox sly but they think they're the only ones who are sly and i don't mean to say that positive people are sly but positive people see the same things that negative people see but we also give second chances because we don't believe that people can be that evil but once you have experience of an evil person, your eyes open to the fact that people are evil only because they allow evil in their life. Evil exists. And God did not create evil pe- people, but evil exists and it's been allowed in people's lives. So when, when it comes to can they, he- can they get help, can they change? Yes. The question is, do they want it? Yes, they can, they can function in society in a different way if they were to accept the fact that they had a problem and seek the help, continual help, to stay on track. It's almost like being um, addicted to a drug and then being uh, rehabilitated, but knowing that you cannot play with that drug ever again you cannot be left alone with that drug ever again You cannot you know dibble and dabble back to the narcissist now now that you're aware that they come in different masks with different titles and subtitles and crossing over and they have different methods of operation You can realize that, hey, I may have actually encountered one of these people. And the likelihood is uh, 95%. Yeah. Unless you're living under a rock, you have encountered a narcissist. So how do I combat myself with this? Currently, I'm working on a pamphlet. I'm not sure if I want to publicize it or not, but it's going to be a guide. A guide to help you with recognizing a narcissist or any other toxic individual, but also a guide to recognizing your part in them being able to play out this act because they can't do it if you shut them down. They can't do it if you recognize them and you don't play the game. They can't do it if you're informed and you're reformed from being a pleaser, a giver, a non-confrontational type of person that, don't get me wrong, it's okay to be non-confrontational, but a person that just avoids confrontation at all costs is, is is no good to them themselves because there's going to come a time when you have to put the foot down, have to put the hammer down and say, no, these are the boundaries I've set for myself, my life, and my existence. I cannot entertain you. I cannot enable you. And I will in no way encourage you to come for me, come in my life with this negative forecast. Thank you, but no thank you. So, the book will help you recognize you as well as help you recognize the toxic individual. All right, guys, I want to go a little bit further to say that um, the narcissist is one of those antagonistic type of people they're going to be constantly even the ones that think that they're reformed i've met a few that you know well i was on drugs and now i know how i have a mentor and i'm a positive thinker but everything that comes out of their mouth is confrontational it's one thing to address people that are trying to tear you down but it's another thing to be also that same person and you're also trying to tear each other down and They don't want anyone to come for them, but then they come for other people. Other people's peace, other people's resources, other people's, you know, start their manipulation, trying to find a way to come out on top. Because the whole time a narcissist is around you, they think they're better than you. In reality, they're not, just because of their thought process. Not to say you're better than them, but in reality... They're beneath you because of their thought process. Because your thought process matters. If I have good intentions for somebody, I will be blessed in the end. Maybe not in that end of that situation, but in the end in general. And I'm not waiting for the blessing. I'm already blessed that I have a good heart like that. And patience is a virtue. A person with good intentions has more patience. A person that's trying to pull a scam on you, they're trying to work as fast as they can. They approach you with the craziest stuff that they wouldn't do themselves. And they want them—they want you to trust them with things that they wouldn't trust you with. And they get offended when you don't fall into one of their hair schemes really fast and get snowed. be the dummy that they said that you were in their mind and their mental dialogue so just keep pushing forward move slowly think everything through always pray put god first because we can lean not to our own understanding and do believe when god says that you know man cannot be trusted man woman in other words a man or woman in their own operations cannot be trusted. But one living under the power of God, the reproof of God, abiding in the law of the Ten Commandments, is somebody you can approach differently than you would uh, any other person. But you put God first even in that situation, and you trust in God. People will fail you. You can trust God. I'll put it this way. You trust God, and if the person still fails you, woe to them. Woe to them. Because you trusted in God and took a chance with them. And woe to them if they deceive you. Guys, I'm going to wrap this up. It's been a little bit more time than I expected to spend today. I just want you to know, you can always call in at 919-768-2486. You can also text that same number, 919-768-2486. And as always, we look forward to seeing you next time.